Hey there, the Small Steps Living podcast is now an audio version of Small Steps TV. You can check out Small Steps TV on YouTube, my Facebook page, and of course, the smallstepsliving.com website. But you know, some of us don't have time to watch. So here is your chance to listen to the latest episode of Small Steps TV. Enjoy. Welcome to Small Steps Living, the The podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Cordaff, bringing you inspiring stories to help you transform your life one small step at a time. Here at Small Steps Living, we're keeping it real. Kick back and And enjoy enjoy the show. show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three. I am super, super excited to have you here and I can't wait to share what I've got for you today. So there's some big juicy stuff and a lot of it relates to, oh, thank you, how um, in fact my day yesterday, Nick can probably, if you haven't met Nick, my husband before, this is Nick. Um, Hello. Hello, everybody. Nice to meet you. Um, so if you saw my Facebook live from last night, it was that I was in, I was in a bit of a panic state. Let's just say, uh, yesterday wasn't a great day. I was clearly sticking out of uh, your way. In, in actual fact, I bought this t-shirt, um, for you. What is that t-shirt? I don't know if you can read it, but it's my favorite artist. Men can, don't protect you anymore. What even is that? Men don't protect you anymore. <laughs> In other words, I have to take responsibility for myself and not rely on you or your mood because you were a grumpy bitch. I was a pretty grumpy, guys. Um, and it was because I'd got myself into a full state of overwhelm. And what did that do to you, though, as well? well Aside from just wanting to get out and go to the gym. It <laughs> made me It was quite contagious, to be quite honest yeah. with you. And, um wasn't pretty. Yeah, and then the kids got, it was contagion in the house and then uh, it felt like World War Three. <laughs> it didn't feel like World War Three, but it didn't feel, it didn't feel good. So that's what tonight is really about. Thank you for my tea. Okay, I'll leave um, you yeah. alone now. Okay, you Nice to meet you and um, <laughs> I'll see you again soon. Um, small steppers, no, Nick. Uh, but uh, if you're new around here, you might not know him. Hey, guys, I can see Stacy, Jessica, Stacy, Donna's finally got on. That's awesome. Um, say hello if you're here and um, and make sure you um, share this with anyone who you think might be interested in the difference between busy and overwhelmed. And I have literally lived this out over the last 48 hours. My day-to-day was when I actually implemented all the things that I know Um, and instead of just um, instead of just kind of blindly existing in overwhelm hey Rachel hey Lorena lovely hey Lisa Michelle Mary Beth I never know if it's Megan or Megan I'm going to say Megan because it's the double G Um, did anyone here watch the royal wedding are we all like just obsessed. I wasn't even aware that it was on until my sister asked me um, to watch it with her and mum, which I didn't end up doing. But uh, I got I'm t- totally into it. 
Totally loved every second of that. Uh, he's so funny. Um, took you a minute to get on tonight. Oh, okay, cool. Well, hopefully everyone's going to be arriving. Hey, Karen. Um, and I've got a lot of things. So I'm going to share with you. These are the things that we're going to be talking about tonight. Um, we're going to do a quick recap on the last two weeks, just super, super quick. It was beautiful, wasn't it, Donna? Um, uh, recap. We're just going to just really briefly pass through what we covered in week one and week two, just in case you missed it. Um, hey, Tammy, you're new to Small Steps. Welcome. That's awesome. Hey, Tamara. Hey, Alicia. And then we're going to talk about literally what happened yesterday for me and how I completely turned that around for myself today. Same level of, of busy, not same level of overwhelm. And so on the back of that, I want to, um, we're going to be talking about a few questions that you can ask yourself about this because um, this is actually all about you, not me, um, and why busy is possible without overwhelm. Then I'm going to give you three things that you can do in the moment um, about uh, to, to kind of switch things up for yourself. And then, you know what? I'm going to share two uncomfortable truths about overwhelm. And um, you might not like them, but we got to hear this stuff. So I'm really excited. Tanya's here, Amanda. Um, hey, guys, really excited to have you on. You just missed my husband if you've just arrived passing me my tea, which I asked him to do. And um, I can just hear our son is just struggling to get to sleep tonight. We've listened to Amy Taylor Cabaz's um, Bedtime Explorers. If any of you guys have the Kindling um, app, then you've got to listen to the Bedtime Explorers meditations. My kids love them and usually just drop straight off, but tonight it's not working for him. <sighs> you know. Anyway, at least Nick is here. So Nick dropped me my tea um, because I was racing to get on and um, informed everyone that I was a really horrible grumpy bitch yesterday. And and it, and I had and I consciously practiced some of the things that I'm going to be telling you tonight. So because here's the thing, right? I actually have quite a full life. I I want a full life. I there's a lot that I want to um, do. There's um, there's lots of people I care about. Um, there's work that's really important to me. There's all sorts of things. And just before, I was just sitting reading the magic far away to my children. Don't know where it came from, but I was like, oh man, gee, I would love to do some acting classes. <laughs> don't know where that came from but I was just remembering the days of being up on stage you know in high school and and um acting and I just loved that and then and then I'm like well you know are we ready to add something else in so uh I can hear but the screen is black it's working from for me here Morag it might be your connection um see if you can refresh and that might work for you um, so let's dive in, shall we? Let's dive into a really, really super quick recap. Um, hands up. Hey, Kirsten. Um, oh, good. I'm glad it's working for you, Morag. So we're just going to recap just the really, just, just what I, what the main points were over the past two weeks, because I think it's important, um, to just remember where we came from. There's a real reason why I have shared information in the way that I have um, because I just know for all of us um, 
we, you know, we can take all this information in. Hang on, get over here, you silly thing. Uh, but we might not, you know, like we can forget things. Happens to me all the time. So sometimes those little refreshers are good. And I've given you some, I've been taking you through things kind of step by step without you even knowing it. So it's been a bit of a journey. If you've been through um, the previous two episodes, awesome. If you haven't, you can always go back and watch them again. Um, but I, we started off with identity. And, you know, because here's the thing, as long as we are identifying as overwhelmed, we're going to be overwhelmed. Um, if my identity is as Lisa, chaos caught off, always out of control, always running late, um, always stressed out, uh, always working to deadline, then if that's who I believe I am at an identity level, then I'm going to keep doing that. Can you see how, why would I, if I believe that's who I am, if I believed I was an overwhelmed person, how could I create something different than overwhelm for myself? So we delved right into that. Um, we looked at a uh, lots of different facets of that. And then we talked about taking responsibility for our overwhelm, that it's actually no one else's responsibility to change it for us, that we can't wait for circumstances to change, like kids getting to school or, you know, that was my one. Once the kids are in school, I'll have so much time. Um, or, you know, getting a particular um, to a particular level of income um, or getting to a particular job level where you won't be doing certain things. If we continue waiting for our circumstances to change in order to not feel overwhelmed, we will never take responsibility for it ourselves. It's so important. When I started taking responsibility for not only overwhelm, but everything in my life, I took my own power back and discovered I could change things. And I had so much more choice than I ever realized. So week one was pretty juicy. If you missed it, you can always go back and see it. Um, hey, Rachel, Donna Carly, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Um, last week was an absolute knockout episode with Alison Davies. Whoa. Give me a like or a heart or something. If you watched that episode and were mind blown, that you learned things that absolutely changed the way you thought about your brain. So, you know, what I saw yesterday for Nick and I um, was, and he still had the hangover of it today, but I'd kind of moved through it myself, was when our brains get totally hijacked, like can't think clearly. Um, we can hear you, guys. So talk quietly, please. You know, what can you do? Uh, I always, so did not happen, yes. Hey, Lainey. Um, yes, L episode one was really good, Lainey. Um, so, uh, yep, everyone's like, yes, that was a great episode. Um, and she talked about that 
hijacking of our brains. Like what the hell? Our brains are actually like we can't actually use our proper brain functions when we've tripped into that state of overwhelm. And we talked a lot. She took, she is a really big fan of decluttering and I am getting such amazing responses from the people who have de- um, downloaded my decluttering guide, my survival guide, the five ways I started to declutter that really changed things for me. If you haven't got it, I can drop the link in here once we're done. Um, but that because sometimes we do just need a place to start and she's so focused on the fact that in our in our everyday lives there's just too much going on like we're in sensory overload most of the time and modern life for everyone it doesn't matter who you are whether you've got kids or whether you haven't modern life sets us up for overwhelm like as a default And when she was sort of sharing this stuff, it's like, oh, my gosh, we are not alone. This is most of us. And so what I am going to be sharing with you tonight is all about the the idea of, so if I am a person, this is always my thing, but I don't want to just do nothing. I don't want to just sit on a hilltop. I do want my kids to be able to go and get you know, go to footy or um, do all those sorts of things. I don't want to be a recluse and I don't want to let go of the the um, part of me that is um, Lisa, you know, the worker, Lisa, the person who um, is contributing. That, that is something that I really want to keep. But then I also don't want to drop all the balls with my family and then blah, blah, blah. And so suddenly I'm like, can you organise a full life? but not trip yourself into overwhelm. So mm, Nikki has just said, my amazing recipes on my website have reduced your overwhelm of dinners. Next week of meals are done. Thank you. You guys, the reason why I tell you to keep things simple, the reason why my whole message is small steps is because I never want, I want you to eat whole foods. I want everyone to be able to eat basic fresh food, but for it not to feel overwhelming, it was the reason why I called my program Small Steps because I was like, we don't need more stress. Life food doesn't need to be stressful. In fact, as soon as food comes, becomes stressful, then everything else stops working. So um, what are we doing this to ourselves for? So that's all the stuff that we work on in our membership. But I realised that before the food discussion, ooh, there's a nasty cough in the background there, um, there's, there's actually a much bigger problem and that's that most of us are chronically overwhelmed and I had to address this stuff. It's why I created a program called Small Steps Back to You, which is launching again very soon, but it's, it's all of the stuff around this, around like why you're never making the changes that you want to in your life, like why you keep repeating patterns of behaviour, why you've got no idea why you're doing what you're doing and you actually probably have no idea who you are right now um, because we've all been locked in this pattern of just doing stuff. So let's talk about um, my last two days uh, because it's been very interesting. So uh, yesterday um, I was sitting here, like this is sort of where I'm I'm working at the moment. Uh, I tried to get a desk and it just hasn't really worked. And um, I have just been reading The Magic Faraway Tree for half an hour, so I just need to kind of wet my lips with my peppermint tea. So um, yesterday was was rough. Um, things were getting on top of me uh, at, you know, 
what's happening in, in my business is kind of changing um, in terms of roles. There's a role um, that's missing at the moment that I'm stepping into, which isn't my natural strengths, let's just say. Uh, and so it's requiring me to think a lot differently. So I'm having to do the things that I normally do uh, and then also take on this stuff, which is stretching my brain. And, and it feels hard. And uh, it felt, I just sat here at this desk. Well, it's actually the kids' drawing desk in the toy room. Uh, and I just pretty much stressed about it the whole day, told myself stories about how it's so hard, how I don't know how all of this is going to happen, um, how, you know, just what the hell's even for dinner anyway, I don't even care, um, blah, 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 blah. Story, 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 story about my overwhelm. I was in it. I was in full victim mode. Like, can someone just make this kind of go away? And I, um, yes, I love the faraway tree too. Um, uh, and I, and so <laughs> I was just, I was working from my circumstances. I was absolutely like, this is happening to me. This is too much for me. How am I even going to do this? Everything's going to fall apart, blah, 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 blah. Victim of my circumstances. And then, and then it got to last night and I was just being, like, I was just really in it. I just, I couldn't bring myself out of it. And I think that's okay too. Um, some that, you know, we can allow ourselves to have these moments, but what I have gotten a lot better at is shifting myself out of it faster. It's not a place I want to stay in. So like after being a total bitch to Nick and just kind of thinking, oh, just let's just finish today. <laughs> I need to start again tomorrow. My alarm went off at 4.45. I knew it was going to be going off then. Um, I do a call um, with an American group I'm in a in a program and, uh, and the calls are at 5 a.m. on a Wednesday morning. So the first thing that I did last night, I actually went to bed early. Hmm. Funny how much of a difference that can make. Uh, and I, I woke up and I was okay. And I did the call. That was great. And I had just as much, probably more on today, and I knew I had this on tonight than I did yesterday. But what I decided was that um, I could do things differently. I could absolutely change today. And it required me to be different. And we spoke about that in the first episode too you know, be different to get to do different things and have different results. But we can't just expect ourselves to do things differently if we're not changing at the identity level. So I'm like, you know what, today's going to be a great day. And I had to move through what I didn't want to do and and how I didn't want to be. And I was like, I certainly don't want that. So what do I actually really want here? And this is going to, hang on one second. Oh, sorry. Um, Nick's there. I didn't think that he was there. Um, I don't know why he can't turn his little mind off today. Oh, anyway. Um, so yeah, I, I decided to get up. Uh, well, I got up early, had my shower, had a really calm morning, had everything organized for the kids. Uh, and then spoke nicely to Nick, but was still a little bit tender. And then I went to my daughter's school and I hung out with them in the classroom till about quarter to 11 
And I was like, okay, you know, the day's sneaking away. But I hadn't had a coffee yet, so I went and had a coffee and I thought instead of just racing home with my coffee in hand and drinking it, I'm just going to sit here and drink it in the cafe. There's one right near their school and I was walking home. A choice. I needed to walk. I needed to be in fresh air. So I sat and actually just drank my coffee and just lowered the vibe. And then I walked home and I saw a new mum from school and just chatted to her randomly. It was really lovely. Then I came home and I just crunched out an hour's worth of work. Um, and then I did a Facebook Live for my membership, which I do once a month. It's our monthly Q&A call where they get to ask me anything. And it was really awesome. It went for about an hour and a half. And by that stage, it's kind of getting closer to pick up time. And uh, I thought Nick was collecting the kids. He thought I was collecting the kids. At about three minutes to the pickup time, I realised no one was going to get the kids. So I raced into the car and um, and got them, brought them back. We had footy training, blah, blah, blah. Still had all the stuff that I needed to get done today. And you know what? It got done. But I had a great day. I had a really great day. So which brings me to my next point which is the, um, the questions to ask yourself. This is what helps me kind of reshape my days. So I want you to know I can move from being like overwhelmed to the max to having a really great day, fitting in the things that are important to me and everything else getting done around it. It's, it's possible and it can happen. It can happen really quickly. But there's some things that we have to potentially ask ourselves. So I want you to think about a few things. I want you to think about what your priorities are in these moments when you're in overwhelm and there's like a million things that you could do. What are your priorities? And for me, that comes back to my values. And values is the first bonus module (laughs) in Small Steps Back to You because what I realized was We're all wandering around. We might have had particular values when we were in our 20s, 30s, before we had children, and suddenly we're on the other side of that and we're going, I don't know. I know I married you because we had shared values, but right now I'm not feeling that connection. And and working on values is so important. If we don't know what is driving us, If we don't know what we value, how will we know what to prioritise in our days? Because how many times do you end up doing inconsequential things that don't lead you any closer to the life that you actually want to live? We are filling up our days with busyness that leads to overwhelm because we're doing shit that doesn't matter. So what are your priorities? Ask yourself that question. Then, (laughs) this is what I ask myself, does this really matter? Like at the end of the day, does it really matter? Just a question you could ask yourself when you're thinking about the next week or the next day or whatever. Um, Like just doing that, does does that actually matter? Or does it matter that I'm getting myself into a huge tears about this? Because when when there's so much to think about, what really matters? And we actually do have a, um, an exercise around that and juggling all the balls um, because I, I do feel like we're kind of a bit off track with 
with thinking about what matters. How many times are you doing things because you just feel you kind of have to? And um, what what would happen if someone came over and there was washing all over your three couches? Or what would happen if um, the kids' school uniforms weren't ironed? Or what would happen if, you know, just like bits and pieces where you're like, um, does it really matter? So just something for you to think about. Uh, and the last one is, and this is something so important, this is what really shifts me so much, is what do I need? Like, what do I need today in this moment, this week, this year, from this life? You could go as far as you want. But when we're in it, like last night I thought, what do I actually, what do I need tomorrow? I need connection with my kids, ground me. Um, I really wanted that um, time with my daughter in her classroom and I need to slow the F down. But I also need a good sleep. I need to feel rested before tomorrow. Um, what do I need? I need to have that phone call with my brother, checking up on how his new job is going. Uh, what do I need to not be sitting here for seven hours? I need to walk. What do I need? And you know what? Because I honoured myself, everyone else's day was better around me because I got myself into a zone where I could connect with Nick again. We could start again. We could talk about the next few days and where things are at and our movements. Um, we could share a bit about, you know, what actually just what happened <laughs> in the last 24 hours and how we want to move through that. I couldn't have done that if I was still in my state of pretty much hating the world. So I honoured what I needed because I just asked myself that question, what do you need, Lisa? What is going to get you in feeling happier? Bang. And I knew it. I, we, we know what makes us feel better. We know what makes us feel calmer. And yet we think we never deserve to have those things because there's too much to do when, in fact, having those things means everything still gets done. But we feel better and we've moved from, you know, we're still, we're still busy, there's still quite a bit on, but we're not overwhelmed by it. So such a simple concept. Uh, and sometimes hard to do because we're not used to asking ourselves what we need. I know that that's come as a definite practice for me. So now I just want to talk about, and let me know, I know that there's a few of you here, it would be cool, like one, two or three, let me know if any of those are things that you could do. One was what are my priorities? Like do you really know your values? what you value, and can you get a sense of your priorities? I know it feels like, and this is, you know, basically the whole reason why I created Small Steps Back to You was because we feel like we've got a million balls in the air and we can't decipher which ones are the ones that we need to keep up there. It's a thing. You are not alone if that is you and you're walking around doing everything because you actually have forgotten what you value and what your priorities are. Um, what, what does it really matter? So think about that. That was the second question. Does this actually really matter in the scheme of things? You know, let's be real. Uh, and then what do I need? I'd love to know if any of those things are questions that you could ask yourself um, and that you'll remember to ask yourself next time you're feeling like I was feeling 24 hours ago. Um, okay, so now let's just talk about, I'm just going to give you uh, 
Um, mm. Yes. Awesome, Alicia. So Alicia has says, I've been asking myself recently, what will fill your cup more? When I have so many things to do, what will give bring me the most happiness? Um, let's do that first. This grounds me and I can focus better on the other stuff. Yes, Alicia. And Don, both Donners, two Donners on, are saying all three. That's awesome. I'm so pleased for you. And I think that... Um, that you'll definitely, like if you can remember those things and I hope you've kind of written them down, um, they'll help you as well. Okay, the next thing that we're going to do is talk about what I reckon is the difference between busy and overwhelmed, right? Like we throw the word busy around and I actually don't like using the word busy all that much, but we kind of, we know what it means, right? That term busy, to me it just means um full like you know there's there's stuff on it's but um it's manageable so what I want is a is a full life um that doesn't overwhelm me I don't want to move into that state that Ali was talking about last week or that I was in yesterday but there's always going to be times when that happens but as long as I know strategies to work my way out of it and that I am worth working my way out of it um then I will absolutely be okay um awesome what do I need I think is a critical one for me that will be a game changer awesome excellent you guys one absolutely one says Sarah so good so good you guys okay so the difference between (laughs) um and Lisa's writing this down that's excellent Uh, the difference between busy and overwhelmed for me is that overwhelmed is busy without a roadmap. So what I mean by that is we can all be, like most of us live pretty full lives, but it's when we, like you look at the people who, um, who you think like, how are they doing all of those things? How are they doing all that and, like, holding it together? Like, how does that actually happen? Why don't they look flustered? Like, when I'm flustered, like, I'm here going, what? How can you be on time every day for school drop-off? Or um, I don't know, like, all the sorts of things that go through our heads when we look at other people assuming that they've got things under control, which is a trap. Uh, And... What, but like the fact is that there absolutely are those people. There are people who are also just going, look, you know, there's a lot on, but they've got a roadmap. So here's what, here's um, some notes that I've written down because, you know, it is, I have been up since 4.45. When I talk about having no roadmap, let me ask you if this is kind of, if you're hearing this. If you're flying in all directions, If you're like doing this, doing this, doing that, waking up and you've already got like a million things to do, none of them really make sense. None of them are actually serving you or very few of them are. And you're just like, like, there's there's no direction to it. It's just like get through this week and then we'll just have a weekend and then it's all just like moving like that. It's not, there's no, there's no direction. To the activities um so there's that then you know 
and in saying that is also the when I say um, busy, overwhelmed is busy without a roadmap, I mean like all of this activity feels a little bit pointless. Like it's not actually driving you closer to your ultimate goal of, of what you want from life. And, you know, that takes sitting down and, and really contemplating and thinking about um, because most of us don't, we're just sort of on to the next achievement, you know, get the mortgage, pay down the mortgage, get the job, have the children, blow up. But then, like, really, what is, what is the point? What are we actually doing this all for? And so when you're um, busy without a roadmap, you know, you've got no kind of guiding lights on what all this is for, then you're doing things that don't serve the bigger picture sometimes. So we find ourselves just doing lots of stuff that just doesn't actually move us in any particular direction. Um, and then, you know, there's the repeating patterns. Like we just keep doing the same thing. <laughs> um, we do it over and over. And I can tell you for sure that, um you know, the difference between busy and overwhelmed for me was recognizing I had a choice in my overwhelm and choosing like, you know, at the moment, it just is going to be a bit fuller than usual. But the way that I talk to myself about that is like, that's what will make the difference. So if you haven't listened to the first episode, you need to go right back and listen to that because the way that I talk to myself about who I am being, so I'm like, yep, today's a really busy day, but I'm a mum who loves to pop into the classroom when she can. I'm a woman who can sit and drink a coffee and still get the things she needs to get done done, right? That's, I mean, that was today, that was me, that was how I was talking to myself and here I am and everything was done with a smile most of the time. So, you know, the other element of this um, overwhelmed is busy without a roadmap is kind of really literal. When it's all in my head, not coping, but when it's written down on paper, so much better. It's why someone said before about, um, about uh, meal planning, you know, that is the point of a meal plan. The point of a meal plan is to get it out of your head and help you stop making decisions throughout the day. Ali last week talked about decision fatigue um, and we're just trying to remember too much and then our brains are just getting bombarded because of the modern life that we live in and suddenly we're like, what? I can't even remember. Did I brush my teeth? I just, what? Hang on. There's a kid missing. Like, you know, it's that kind of brain hijacking that happens when we're trying to keep everything up here and we don't just get it down on paper. So I encourage you to do that. You will feel so much better. You might still feel busy, but you'll have a roadmap, a literal roadmap in front of you. So for the next few days, Nick and I know where our, because um, we've also got our three-year-old with us, very soon to be four, OMG. Uh, and uh so it's like okay how how are the days going to move so that we both feel like we're taking care of and we understand which time we'll have kid free and to do what you need to get to the gym I need to you know all of those sorts of things so I just think literally write it down what you need to get done um is the 
um, is the message. So that is, oh gosh, and it's already past nine o'clock, um, whizzing through this, not really. I'm going to tell you three things that you can do in the moment. Christina, yeah, uh, we've got to get clear about what we want. Uh, when I realised this, when I realised I was just in a self-perpetuating cycle of BS, um, I realised I had no idea who I was or what I wanted or what this was all for. And it was when I got past that baby-making phase and just went, what, like, what is this? What is my life? And Nick and I had big discussions and we, you know, we mapped stuff out on paper. I started to do particular exercises with myself to try to really drill down to who I am, what I actually want, and how to make it happen in the context of my current life. And that's what Small Steps Back to You actually is. So if that sounds of interest to you, stay tuned. You'll be hearing about that in a little bit. Um, always been a list person. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Um, Janine says, sounds exactly like where I have been for a long time, even struggling to think about dinner and what needed to be done for the day. Since starting Small Steps, there are more and more days that are less overwhelming. You've just made my day. Yay. That's awesome, Janine. I am so important to you. Yes. Um, that is absolutely true, Yolanda. Um, the self-talk is key. We create what we believe. So if we're like identifying and we're like, I've got so much to do, so much on, I'm never going to get it done. If that's how I showed up to today, my today would have been panic ridden. I would have been totally panicked the, the whole time. I just would have been um, not very fun to be around in my head, victim mode, gross, but I changed that for myself and we've, we've gone through that. And now I'm going to give you three things that I reckon you can do in the moment that you can do to shift things. So here you go. And I think Ali said it last week, just breathe, <laughs> breathe, really big, deep breaths can shift me totally um, back into my body because so much of this is like monkey chatter and it's happening all up here and you know our breath giving our body signals that everything is okay and we don't need to be panicked and like right now when I'm doing these like my breath is so shallow and often afterwards <laughs> I find it takes me a long time to um to kind of calm down after a webinar or a workshop or a Facebook live but when I do a few deep breaths, it's just like a signal at the end to my body that it's over <laughs> and um, we can relax now. And it just makes so much difference. It's actually quite extraordinary. I can often feel a bit head spinny when I'm doing this because I try to talk too fast probably. Um, so that is the first thing to do. Um, oh, my gosh, you guys. Yes, Yvette. That is so me. I really can't work out what I need now or where to from here. Yeah, and Rachel's like, count me into small steps back to you. You guys are going to love this course. Yes, if this has been of interest to you, you will definitely enjoy it. Um, so another two things that you can do are switch your environment. I think environment for me plays a huge part in things. So whether sometimes I just grab my computer, you know, if, it's, if I'm kind of starting to amp up and I'll just sit outside. I'll just sit it doesn't matter how cold it is or hot it is, just move myself outside. Um, I have this thing where I, uh, I get in the car and go for a drive and I'm like, how come I, 
cry in the car all the time. <laughs> but I literally just need to physically shift myself. Um, just any way that I can change the environment that I'm in, it just seems to immediately shift things for me if I pay attention to it. So it's about like smelling the new smells, feeling the different um, air on my face, um, listening to the sound of my feet um, right now crunching all the autumn leaves um, and just allowing myself to be somewhere different can be enough to just remind me that like sometimes I'll just be like, oh, my gosh, I'm so lucky to live here or, oh, my gosh, what a beautiful day or, oh, um, you know, just anything. Like nature is beautiful, like thank you, and you just sort of move into gratitude a little bit. That really helps me shift your environment. So the first thing, just freaking just breathe, just take some big deep breaths, shift your environment. Even sometimes, like last night, I went into my kitchen when no one needed food. <laughs> it wasn't like a, okay, I've got to get brekkie on or I've got to get some dinner happening. It was like, I just want to be in the kitchen and I'm just going to put some ingredients together and melt some butter and sugar and I'm just going to see what happens right now. And I ended up making this delicious banana chocolate brownie. Oh, it was good. Macadamias. And I just did it for the pleasure of it. And I was just in my kitchen, which is a tiny little shoebox, um, but I was just happy to be there. It just shifted me away. I could have just kept trying to work, but I, I knew I just did not need that. And then the third idea is to just repeat to yourself, everything always gets done. And you might not think it, but most of the time it really does. So I breathe, I shift my environment, like I just move somewhere, and then I, I just remind myself everything always gets done. That really helps me when I'm in those overwhelm moments. Today I was just, it was on repeat, Lisa, everything will get done. Breathe, walk, everything will get done. Everything always finds a way to get done. And so they're my three things. Um, I really do recommend that you try them next time you find yourself in overwhelm. Surely it's not going to solve world peace um, and all of your problems, but they're three little strategies. I could share a whole lot more. Um, oh, I'm glad, Sarah. Um, I'm glad you like those ones. And, and Nikki, okay, so a lot of people interested in small says by you. It's because it's for people who are overwhelmed. So obviously <laughs> um, if you're here and watching, awesome. Um, so now I'm going to finish up with I was, I was totally keeping this to half an hour tonight, can I just say? So it's doesn't happen. Two uncomfortable truths about overwhelm. The first one is the most uncomfortable. Hey, Fiona. Um, and it's that in my process of recognizing I have a choice about things and putting more boundaries around my own energy and my time because I started to work out what was important to me because Nick and I worked together on values because um, I started to realise that I had a say in all of this. <laughs> um, 
I had to get cool. It was, you know who it was? It was Elizabeth Gilbert. I heard it at an Elizabeth Gilbert event at a time when I just, it was like a smack in my face. So I'm sharing it with you because it was slightly uncomfortable, but it really changed things for me. She said she got cool with disappointing people. She got cool um, with disappointing her fans who would want to be doing meet and greets with her after shows and she couldn't do it anymore. It took so much from her. People would be like, um, I just have to tell you, your book changed my life, blah, 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 blah. You know, or telling the, her full-on stories and she was like, i got to protect my space. So she had to get cool with disappointing people. And I thought, whoa. Yes. So if I don't get back to that friend for three or four days or a week, I just got to get cool with the fact that if they're a good friend, they'll forgive me. Or um, disappointing <laughs> my mum, she came to stay and the house just wasn't quite up to scratch. She's a really clean person. Uh, and I just sometimes even the kids when I'm like, I'm sorry, guys, I've got nothing. <laughs> I know you're disappointed. I know you want to, but, you know, you're just going to have to spend a few hours finding something to do. We can't, we're not going out to the park or blah, 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 something. I don't even know because um, usually the park is actually the easy option. But can you see, like, um, if you get cool with disappointing people and you kind of know that that's going to happen in your life, then you basically give yourself permission to do whatever you want <laughs> that you have the choice here. If we're a lot of the times, I feel like we're doing things. So other people approve of us or like us, or we feel that they are, um, I don't know, we're like we're living up to expectations that actually don't even really exist. Uh, so getting cool with disappointing ourselves. And this is the, the it leads into the second one. Um, and that is <laughs> that we really, really, as a matter of priority, have to let ourselves off the damn hook. Just let go of these unrealistic and crazy expectations that you have of yourself. And I know that's uncomfortable because we're women, we're, we're, we're modern women in the world and we should be able to do all these things. Surely everybody else is doing it. Like what's wrong with me? Um, my children deserve the best. Why aren't I able to do this? I got to tell you, when I started just giving myself a break, um, a lot changed. <laughs> and it seems like this... Uh, it's almost uncomfortable for us to think that we don't have to be overwhelmed. Like, I don't know how you feel about that, but would the idea that you could get through life and achieve all that you want to achieve and be able to do the things that you value and prioritise without being a hot mess, does that actually trigger you? Are you triggered by the thought that you could actually have this? And the trigger might come from, I've seen no evidence of this in my life so far, Lisa. <laughs> um, or, uh, you know, that's just not how it works. Like it's, 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 this is a hard stage of life or, you know, whatever the stories are that we're telling ourselves. I really challenge you on this. Could life be way, way easier? 
And what does that bring up for you? What if you gave yourself permission to make it easy? Like what would that actually mean? What would that look like? What would it feel like to let yourself off the hook with all of this overwhelm that you're feeling due to probably unrealistic expectations with your time and also just being a bitch to yourself in your head most of the time? That's what I was doing yesterday. Oh, like there was all the reasons why I had failed myself, why, you know, it was like that whole vortex of monkey chatter. Um, oh, my, Tammy is crying. I hope that they're happy tears. But this is the thing, guys. We have to get better at this. Otherwise, our lives will just pass us by. And that's what I realised was happening to me. It was just it was just disappearing in this overwhelm. And and I knew that there were certain factors playing into that and a really big one. And I know how ironic this is. But a really big one was my online time. So a really big part of it was the amount of time. Oh, I don't have my phone. I was just staring at my phone. And That was adding to my overwhelm in about a bajillion ways and I really needed to get on top of that. And um, Andrew is saying, no, well done. Um, Next week, so we've got our final episode of of Small Steps TV next Wednesday of the Overwhelm series next Wednesday night and that's going to be juicy. That's going to be about what your overwhelm is protecting you from and that is a really interesting discussion. But then the following night, And if you're interested in Small Steps Back to You, I will be launching that program on this webinar. It's a once-off. Well, I'm not going to be sharing a replay. It is going to be Thursday night, 8.30, and it is deep and it is transformative and it is all the ways that I have managed to put boundaries around my screen time and my online time, and you guys want to be there for that. That workshop in itself gave people massive, massive shifts. There was a lot of tears. <laughs> people do tend to cry on that as they realise the amount of time and it just like it frees them up to do way more. So there's so many different facets to this overwhelm, but I really do think that our generation is so totally addicted to our phones, we've got no idea how much more time we actually have. And for me, that's that was a really important factor in my um, overwhelm and overcoming it. Um, so, uh, Jade is saying, this is massive to me. I really hope it's helpful. Oh gosh. I put so much thought into this overwhelm series. I was almost not going to do it. Um, because I oh, like, I just thought, I don't want to keep talking about it. Um, but I do feel like we need to be having these conversations. And I know that there's stuff that I have worked through that has helped me be able to grow a business while I've got young kids, you know, move a family into state, deal with a husband going through mental health issues and and stay strong and stay kind of grounded. I said to a friend one day, I said, I kind of feel with all the stuff that I've been learning and implementing in my life, I kind of feel a bit unflappable. Like things can be going on around me, but I kind of have this feeling now And so much of that and learning how to get into that space, I introduce in Small Steps Back to You. Um, Oh, Lauren, yes, you've got a lot to catch up on. Um, uh, I know, Tamara, well, this this 
um, workshop, um, the replace online time with me time, it's possible, I want to show you how, is actually not on Facebook. So you do have to register for that. It's It won't be here on Facebook Live. Um, and if you don't want to watch the next week's episode or if you feel like you want to go and catch up on episode one, one and two, you can go to smallstepsliving.com. And if you go to the blog section, um, there's all my past TV episodes. So you'll see that we're putting the Overwhelm series there as well. Um, and members, it's going into the membership site. So you will be able to absolutely catch up on things via my website um, if you can't join me live here on Facebook. This is a conundrum for me. I run an online business. I send emails to my newsletter list. I, like right now, the people who downloaded the um, survival guide, the five ways to declutter, which I've got to remember to put that in here, um, you know, they're writing back to me. We're having conversations in the inbox. It's really awesome. Uh, and obviously I use Facebook. I use Instagram. I do all of those things. But, you know, I try to be useful, <laughs> I guess. I try to come from a place of service so that if people are interacting with me, they actually um, get something out of it. Um, I try to be helpful. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but it is it is a big conundrum for me. And you can imagine running an online business, the amount of times I'm pinged and um, tagged and stuff's going off everywhere. I have had to learn some pretty amazing strategies to deal with that because it was really impacting on my time with my kids and, um, you know, time with my husband and all that sort of thing. So I encourage you, it was smallstepsliving.com forward slash me dash time. And if you head there, um, you will be able to register for next week's. So this is like, I'll send you a worksheet. It's the whole thing. Um, there's beautiful slides. We talk about an avatar that you are and I take you through a whole process of understanding what's happening with your online time. So for a lot of people, we're not even aware, like you will, your mind will be blown when I share with you some of the stats about the amount of time we spend on this stuff and, um, and then how to move through it and how to change it. And we talk a lot about comparisonitis because I can see that for most of us, like social media can be such an amazing tool, but it can also be this horrible um, cycle of just like basically thinking like our worth goes down about 100 notches when we scroll through our feed and compare ourselves to other people who look all bright and shiny but we never know what's really going on in their life uh so you know talk a lot about that so really 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 awesome presentation um I have run it twice before we always get massive numbers of people thousands of people register so um please make sure that you get there live and on time um because I, sometimes we max out the room um, there's awesome bonuses available, especially for people who are thinking about joining the next round of small steps back to you. So, um, I, this stuff needs to be spoken about. Nothing else works or matters if we're in a state of overwhelm and if we aren't enjoying our lives. Marnie, like you talk in my language. I totally agree. I actually just don't know how to not talk about this because now I've been able to work through strategies for myself. And as I explained from the very start of this, um, episode, I was in it yesterday, like really in it, 
thoroughly in it. And um, But here I am today moving through it. And it's about that. It's about being able to kind of recognize stuff and move through it. What is the point of living our life if we aren't even enjoying it and if we're just racing the whole time, you guys, and people who who follow this page are people who are interested in in food and health and um, all that kind of thing, and we just end up running ourselves into the ground for that. Doesn't work. Um, so uh, this is really um, awesome. I really value your comments and feedback, um, Fiona. Yes, yes. Oh, mother and carer, very important. And see, this is the thing. We need people like you to be sharing your stories. That's awesome. Um, oh, Nikki, it's my absolute pleasure. Um, uh, I, Of course I want to, I'm like a talker, so that's kind of the problem with me. It's like if it's happening, you probably hear about it. Uh, and I'm glad it's helping you and your family, Tara. That's wonderful. Thank you. I really appreciate that um, because... Well, I've got so much in here to share and while a lot of that is shared, you know, we had a really juicy discussions in the membership today. So if you're a Small Steps member, um, you get a lot more access to me and ability to ask me questions. And then um, there's also programs. So Small Steps Back to You is quite an intimate program and we definitely... Um, uh, Nick's just staring at me randomly. Um, we definitely delve deeper into this stuff. So my intention with that program is in four weeks to give you tools that you can use over and over and over again in your life. And it's stuff literally that um, I've done myself and that Nick and I have done together. There's even a back to you for blokes. Yeah. Um, so you like the one that you're a bitch more than once a week? <laughs> Shush. He's just coming on to just be a bit rude. No, we're not going to talk any more about me being a bitch. Um, uh, Tammy, um, I don't know about the membership. Um, maybe later in the year. Uh, don't have any plans at the moment to launch the membership again. So back to you is going to be the next big thing. Um, I might let some of those peeps just in the back door into, um, into the membership. Um, but I don't think I'll be launching it publicly for a little while. Um, I usually do it twice a year and we've already done it once. But it is, you know, May. What? But if there's enough interest, we can open up the doors. You know, it's the best community ever. In fact, there's a Melbourne meetup happening on Saturday and I can't believe I'm going to be meeting some of my favourite people and they're not going to be Facebook profiles anymore I'm so excited so um, yeah lots of exciting things happening so go ahead and register for the workshop that I'm hosting next week that won't be on Facebook live it's like slides and fancy stuff and sending you a worksheet I need to I'll have your email address so I can forward you the link to join me um, via zoom Karen I cannot wait to hug you um, uh, so yeah um I will uh, see you next week for the final episode. What is your overwhelm protecting you from? We're going there. This is going to be deep and juicy and probably short and sharp. So I really appreciate you hanging around for an hour if you've been here that long. Um, make sure to share this with anyone who you think needs to hear this information. Um, post it on your wall. Put it in groups. 
anyone that you know who might need some tips and strategies for moving from that overwhelm to just having a busy full life, please share away. I want as many people as possible to hear this information. It's all totally free. And um, and I appreciate you um, sharing information that's helping you with other people because you are not alone. This is basically most people. <laughs> And especially at this stage of life that I know a lot of you are at who like this page because I can see the statistics. All right. So have a really great week. Ask yourself those three questions tomorrow. Most importantly, ask yourself what you need and start to honor that. I'll be back sometime soon, next week, next Wednesday, live on Facebook, episode four. See you soon. I appreciate you. Bye. For more inspiration, interviews and know-how, head to smallstepsliving.com. Small Steps Living, inspiring your best life, one small step at a time. Hey there, are you subscribed to this podcast? Make sure you subscribe and you will be reminded every time a new episode drops. See you soon.